This is Waddle and Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat. Host of Pardon My Take. And voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Now in the street there is violence. That's right. Barstool Big Cat, the 22 to 1 kid. Brought to you by RJ Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, give RJ a call. 312-321-1111. And also Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com. A portion of the proceeds goes to Pause Chicago. If you missed the breaking news, the Denver Broncos have officially hired Sean Payton. They have uh, made a trade with the New Orleans Saints. They're going to pay him a blank ton of money. <laughs> and D'Amico Ryans have been hi- has been hired by the Houston Texans. He was the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. He's a former Texans player. A lot of people down there fired up about that hire. And uh, Barstool Big Cat joins us now to talk about the breaking news and other fun stuff. What's going on? Congratulations. That, well, about what? Well, I know you didn't get the 13 to 1 futures play, but you still got 22 to 1. Yeah, we still got work to be done, but I do appreciate the text message. I didn't get one from Waddle. That's fine. Why it's would okay. I congratulate you on something that hasn't officially been cashed yet? I punched my ticket to the Super Bowl. That's got to count for Survive something. Survive in advance. I get yeah. it, but you probably jinxed him with the congratulations text. Oh, he definitely jinxed yeah. me. I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't even think yeah. I officially congratulated you. I worded it in a way that was non-congratulations. Let's see. Here. And by the way, just what Big Cat needs, more money, right? <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, listen, I mean, Sean really? Payton proves, right? Sean Payton's a great... Can never have enough. So, never have enough, and money trumps everything. Yeah. Everyone said that Sean Payton would be crazy to go to the Broncos. They don't have their... They have one pick this year from the Bradley Chubb deal with the Dolphins. Uh, you know, obviously, they traded a bunch of stuff for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson looks over the hill. Uh, everyone was like, you'd be crazy. Sean Payton would be stupid to go there. Guess what? The Walton family just cuts that big check. Yeah. And how big? All of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden the draft capital doesn't really matter much anymore. How big do you think that? I guess 25 million a year. Maybe I'm a little bit excited and went a little too high. But I said maybe 25 a year for four years for a cool hundred or maybe 150 for six. I, it's not crazy. I mean, we, it is crazy that we still don't know coaches' salaries in the NFL. Like, you know, you, you don't really know. Bill Belichick's probably been making $20 million a year for a long time now. I would, why, would, why is it so crazy? I mean, when you have that type of money, you, there's a salary cap. So what can you spend it on? You can spend it on resources. You can spend it on training staff, staff scouting, and head coach. Why wouldn't you spend the most amount of money that you could possibly spend to get a Super Bowl winning head coach who, you know, what is he, top five head coach right now, I, even even taking a year off. So I, the Saints were always good. The Saints were always in the mix. It's a no-brainer for the Broncos. I'm so with you, yeah. By the way, the, the text was, Waddle, 22-1 and one kid marches on. 
No congratulations. It okay. was just okay, about yeah. advancing. It was okay. an advancement right. text. Okay. I thought that was just a given, though. I didn't think that even needed to be sent. But if you guys feel that way, that's you cool. you got to celebrate the victories. That's all I'm yeah. talking about. Well, you don't celebrate yeah. it until it's actually like... Well, it's like a baseball win. When you when you move on, you, you pop the champagne, yes? Yeah. He moved so on around, and you, put, you pop the champagne. Yeah, but we've all said that baseball does it a little crazy, don't they? Like yeah, they, but, they celebrate... Yeah. A wild card win like it's the World Series. Appreciate the wins hey, in life. Okay. Hey, did you guys, speaking of that game, the NFC Championship game, did you see that both starting quarterbacks, I think combined, had 140 yards passing? <laughs> Justin Fields, average, this season was like 149. I, well, not too far off, boys. You can win, you can win with, with not passing the ball. Mm. Obviously, there's a little injury, but still. I, I, I watched that and I was like, Justin Fields will be in this game next year. You are a stat look at master. You, yeah. Look that at you. Stat just master general. Just saying. Right? <laughs> just saying. Do you, just like, saying. Honestly, uh, I said this to Waddle. Like, and you had, um, you have the Eagles. Um, so you, you had a, a horse in the race. But uh, can you ever imagine like being a rooting for the Bears and having a, a game that is as relaxing as the other team doesn't have a quarterback that can throw the football. No, no, it was crazy. And you know what? I actually said it reminded me a little bit of our NFC Championship game against the Packers with Jay's injury where it, it, I, Brock Purdy was injured. Jay was injured. But when they're still standing on the sideline, it's brutal because you're, you're standing there watching it and being like, why can't he get in the game? You know, Obviously, he has a real injury. But when you don't have an injury that takes the guy into the locker room or carts them off, you just sit there looking at him like, what's wrong? Why can't they get in the game? What are we doing here? So Do you, go full, meatball? Do you go full meatball at, at some point? Like, like Ric Flair? Yeah. yeah you like Ric Flair's tweet? No, yeah, what he did survived he say? his car crash. Yeah, or a, a plane <laughs> crash. Get in there. I would have, I, listen, me, I would have, but that's just me. I'm built different than Brock Purdy. <laughs> That's, That's me. perfect. Yeah. Hey, how good a coach do you think Sean Payton is? Like, okay, can I play? Can, can I play A and B? Coach A, Coach B. Yeah, you yeah, love yeah, a good yeah, A and B. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's Coach A. Okay, Coach A in the regular season is damn. I one fifty two and eighty nine. Okay. Okay. One fifty two and eighty nine. He's nine and eight in the postseason. And has one Super Bowl victory. That's Coach A. Coach B. Is one fifty five ninety seven and two in the regular season? Is eleven and ten in the postseason with one Super Bowl victory? Who is Coach A? Who is Coach B? Okay, I, I bet I know who one of them is. So one of them, <laughs> Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Yeah, good one. Really Tracy, where's your cop car? I'm going to go. The other one is Mike McCarthy. Yes, you are yeah. correct. Coach oh. A was Sean Payton. One hundred and fifty two. In 89, 9-8 in the postseason with one Super Bowl win. And Mike McCarthy is 155-97-2 in the regular season, 11-10 in the postseason with one Super Bowl. Wait, are you saying they both think? Because I'm not about to say that Mike McCarthy's good. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just, listen, I'm, I'm not even playing the just asking game. I'm just playing the A and B game. That's all I'm okay. saying. Like, and Mike McCarthy, he's doing – it's the old-fashioned Mike McCarthy. He's shuffling the uh, the deck chairs on, on on the Titanic right now where he's going to be the offensive coordinator. 
and then he's going to halfway through the season be like, look, i got to spend more time on, on the big picture and then have someone else be the offensive coordinator and just shift around that blame, and the Cowboys will end up exactly where they end up every single year. <laughs> it's ha- it's going to happen. He used to do that all the time. 12-5 and five and 12-5 and five the last two years for him as a Dallas Cowboys head coach. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. I, I think Sean Payton's a very good of, head coach. I do, too. I will not say Mike McCarthy's a very good head coach. I know but you won't. More, more than anything, you're just like Sean Payton, for the last five years of the Saints, of him with the Saints, he had a short quarterback who didn't have a great arm towards the end of his career. <laughs> I mean, if you want to pick one guy who can fix this, it's, it's Sean Payton, right? Like, That's a good point. He, he, he's, been, he's been with this type of player who can't see over his offensive linemen, so he doesn't want to throw it to the middle of the field. So I... I, I, it's a great. I, it's a hire that the Broncos had to do because I don't know how you could, you know, take a risk on a new guy, unproven guy, and and hope that everything writes itself. You you need a little stability in the organization. They've been a dumpster fire, so yeah. I mean, I like the move for the Broncos. All right, and so there's a source off, as we like to say here. Um, Ian Rappaport tweeted this. I want to know who you believe. Rap reported, unbelievable, the Broncos spent today trying to hire D'Amico Ryans again before he recommitted to the Texans, sources say. When he agreed to terms with the Texans, they moved to finalize Sean Payton. Shefty then tweeted, timing of today's two hires was completely coincidental. The Broncos zeroed in on Sean Payton and didn't make any con- contact this week with D'Amico Ryans or his agent. Denver was focused on Payton and Houston on Ryans. Who do you believe in this source off? It, it, it might be lame to say, but I feel like the truth is somewhere in the middle because I there, that couldn't have been just coincidental that that happened bang, bang, right after each other. Um, but... So, yeah, it couldn't be Quinzel, so I guess I have to lean Rappaport. Even though Shefty's my guy, I think I have to lean Rappaport here. Hmm. I that's think not it, coincidence. Well, There's I, no way that's a coincidence. How, how is it also being, like, Jim Harbaugh was called as well? Yeah, I mean, like they liked him as reportedly more than anybody. I have to believe that if, in fact, Sean Payton wasn't at the top of their list and it must have coach, it had everything to do with the fact that they knew they were going to have to give up draft compensation, right. especially right. after they'd already given up a bundle for Rusty. Right. Yeah, no, Aren't no. Are we that, calling that, him that, Rusty? Should we call him Rusty until he gets his game right. back? Rusty. Rusty. I, you're right. It's exactly that. Because if, if you think they're equal head coaches, and obviously D'Amico Ryans hasn't been a head coach yet, but I think he's a fantastic defensive coordinator, why, why would you want to give up the draft capital? And you could probably pay D'Amico Ryans a little less. Because he isn't, he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. So, yeah, I guess I, I guess I have to lean Rapport here. I think Chefty's probably texting this out uh, because one of the Broncos told him, "Hey, we need to save face here." D'Amico Ryan's is not in the Mike McCarthy, Sean Payton club. Guys that have one Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, one Super Bowl ring can get you a lot of dough. Hey, I, I got um, you know me. I have a tendency to get uh, a little bit pissed over like small things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guy in Kansas City, one of their morning show hosts, was tweeting about Matt Nagy yesterday. And I saw mm-hmm. the tweets today, and I got really pissed off. And I said, like, I, I don't know why it's pissing me off, but it pisses me off. And, and tell me if these tweets piss you off. 
He okay. wrote, Bears fans ripping on Matt Nagy is just so pathetic. Nagy went to the playoffs twice with Trubisky in his, as his quarterback. Chicago was lucky to have Matt. The Bears have no modern history of winning. Bears fans act like they're some celebrated franchise because they have been around forever. They're irrelevant when it comes to winning. Okay, give me that guy. I need I need that guy's handle because I'm going to start attacking him as soon as I hang up. This guy's a loser. He's pathetic. Patrick Mahomes is everything he has. Yes. It, the Kansas City Chiefs are nothing without Patrick Mahomes. So, and and we watched it. Guess what? If you count the year that they they created an extra playoff seed just so the Bears could go lose on Nickelodeon, like he made the playoffs once. The second time was come on, and and Mitch Trubisky wasn't the starting quarterback for that entire season, so he he did the he did the QB carousel. I. I, You're I not quite as mad as Sylvie. Sylvie actually called him fat and then said he took a Fesco <laughs> instead of talking about going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, this is the, the history of Matt Nagy that has started is driving me insane. I, I, think, I, I think the thing is, it's like, it's like what they say about porn, right, Meller? You know it when you see it. When you watch yeah. Matt Nagy call a game, you know that it's not a well-put-together game plan and it's not being executed properly. Right. I mean, that's all you, you see it. You it doesn't. You can tell me all you wanted. Yeah, they were twelve and four with a historically great uh, defense, and they went to the postseason. And then they there was a COVID addition to the the postseason. The five, like your eyes just tell you that, bro, this just didn't work, and it was time to move on, and we're good. Yeah, he. I mean, the Cody Parkies, the way he managed that, like everything. I. Listen, yeah. Kansas City better be careful. I'm going to put this guy's name on a file. I'm going to put it in my filing cabinet. I'm going to stow it away. I'm going to save it because there could be a world where when Andy Reid retires and if Eric Bieniemy goes somewhere else, that Matt Nagy is the Kansas City Chiefs head coach, and I will be excited to see how that goes. And when, that, and when his brain falters in the big moments and Patrick Mahomes can't save him, even though he's the best quarterback in the NFL, I will be pulling that man's name out of my file and then just dancing all over. <laughs> That's what I'm going to Yes. Hey, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, I heard Shay Norling, who, who produces Cap and Jay Hood, ask this question the other day. And then I saw Colin Coward do his, do his thing on Patrick Mahomes being the best quarterback. Not, not the most accomplished right. quarterback of all time, like but the eye wise. test yeah. led the, both guys to say he's the best quarterback they've ever seen play. What do you say to that concept, or at least even that conversation? Oh, okay. This is, remember they tried to do this Rogers too yes. for a while. Carmen Falco like, will say that he thinks that. I think I've heard him say he feels that watching a t- uh, as much football as he's watched, he's always felt that just as a quarterback, Aaron Rodgers played the position better than anybody. Obviously, not nearly as accomplished as Tom Brady. See, I never I, – that one never made sense to me. And Patrick Mahomes, we can get to. The, the Rodgers-Brady thing because, okay, arm talent, sure. Like, you know, ability to move around, all these like things that you're watching. But being a teammate that people buy into and taking the easy plays and dicing a team up with 13 play drives, like Brady, it's not sexy, but he did it. You know what I mean? There And – and so you can say, like, oh, the more talented guy. Patrick Mahomes is a different story. Patrick Mahomes is better than Aaron Rodgers. He has the ability to, you know, be better than Brady. I just, 
Yeah, I guess he's – I mean, he, he definitely is something that we've never seen before. That's, that that feels like the case. Colin, I, Colin I would like said, to see him – yeah. I was going to say, Big Cat, Colin said it's like the Bill Russell, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the best player. Bill right. Russell had more titles. Right. Had more individual right. awards. But Michael Jordan's a better player. Is that the same – yeah, I think you have to win. I think here's the only, my only problem with it. I think you have to win at least three to start getting into that conversation. All right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just, I, it feels like he's he's definitely the first player that it feels like with the start of his career going to three Super Bowls in five years that he could eventually ascend to the point of a Joe Montana, Tom Brady, where you're talking four, five, six, seven Super Bowls. I would like to see Patrick Holmes win a playoff game on the road. He's never done it. So I actually don't know if he's good or not. That's a fact. Well, he hasn't had to because they're so good that they're constantly what, at home. What what part did I what I mean, what I said was fact. You're, you're right. It is fact. It is fact, but what did you okay. want them to do? So, did you want them to fiction. say, Hey, I know we're fact the number one seed? Fact or fiction, fact. Patrick Holmes has has won a playoff game on the road. Fiction. Exactly. So I rest my case. Well, Let's no, no, no. I one. take that. I take that back. The the Super Bowl's played at that's a neutral, neutral site. site. Okay, no, nah, that's not, not on the, the road. road. That's not the road. Oh, that's true. In fact, if oh, you, you got me, say, you got me, you got me twice. If you want to say, if you want to say that that Super Bowl against the Bucks because it was in the Bucks home stadium, he's zero and one on the road in the playoffs. Can't win the big game on the road in the playoffs. <laughs> I love the spin zone. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's only, you can talk yourself you. into anything. No, I, listen, I, lo- I, I Chiefs fans have been annoying me all week because they don't think I give Patrick Mahomes enough credit. He's the number one quarterback in the league. It's yeah. not a debate. No. People were trying to do the Joe Burrow-Mahomes thing with silly. Mahomes, if you ask every GM, every head coach, to, if you redraft the entire league with no salary implications, Mahomes goes 1-1 overall for every single guy. Yep. So it, it's crazy that we even try to do that debate. The only reason that debate comes up is it is boring. You guys know, talking sports all the time, you can't spend four hours a day being like, Patrick Mahomes is the best, what can you say? That's not, that's not interesting sports discussion. So we get like almost boxed into these stupid debates that I think a lot of people don't even feel is real, but what's the alternative just saying Patrick Mahomes is so good over and over and over, which I say all the time, but eventually you have to say something a little different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what do you have more confidence in that you could fix? If I needed you to either go to the NFL, and, and I know how much the NFL loves you, uh, you have to go to the NFL and you have to fix officiating, or... You go to CBS and you have to fix Tony Romo's performance. Uh, listen, I I don't want to take credit. I hate being right all the time, but I was one of me and me and PFT. We were the first on the Tony Romo thing. This was right when he started, and everyone was going crazy about how great he was. Like, no, 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 no. He he his noises. He doesn't let moments breathe. Broadcasters like Joe Buck and Trey Aikman, they do it. I don't care if they tell me smart things all the time. I want to be able to like feel like I'm at the game and I don't want to have to be thinking about the announcer. So I don't think I could fix Tony Romo. I think I could fix, fix the officiating. Wow. I think that I can fix. Yes. And how would that you do it? Fix. Would you make him full time? What would you put him through more drills? What would you do? What, 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 what is your boot camp, big cats boot camp? What would you do? No, I would say that after, all right. So you, all officials after the game, uh, 
after every game, they have to we designate a bar in each city uh, by the stadium, and they have to go to that bar after the game in full officials gear. And so just the threat of what could happen at that bar afterwards makes them call a good game. Well, that, so for like, the home team, that would only make yeah, them call no, a good you know, game for the home team. Yeah, it goes either way. All right, so then you fly them. So the, those officials have to do a meet and greet in Cincinnati on Monday, a signing, an, an official signing. And we just have the threat of violence out there. And we don't say anything, but then everything starts to fix itself. That would do a lot. I'm telling you, that would do a lot right there. Get a lot of people arrested. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. listen, it, at least we'll have good games, right? We'll have good officiated games. I can't you, speak to what happens outside of the game. I'm glad you reminded me of it because I, I think I found it on on your handle on Instagram first and or in Twitter. The, the, the Joey Bosa thing outside oh. the Eagles Stadium. Is that the only town that that happens in? Because my take watching that was... If that ha- if that was outside Soldier Field, Bears fans are going up to him for selfies and autographs. There's yeah, no yeah. way we're taunting him outside Soldier Field. We're looking for hugs and we're doing like shots of alcohol with him. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I well, I think there's a chance that he would get taunted out of a, outside of Soldier Field before a big like an NFC Championship game, but it wouldn't be a hundred percent of the time. It would be a little mixed. In, you know what I mean? If you put him. In that exact situation outside Soldier Field, I would say it's like 50% of the time you might get taunted, 50% of the time you might like, people might be saying, hey, big fan. Philly, it's 100% of the time that they will go after anyone. And it's like, I love it so much because Philly is so true to itself. They just are scumbags and they own it and they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, they have a, I have friends that are Eagles fans and, and, and their whole saying is like, we're, we're Philly. No one likes us, and we don't care. Like that, it's just they have an edge. It really is fun to watch because I the edge that they bring to these games, I it, it matters. You know what I mean? Like they're just they're just mean people when their sports teams are involved, and uh, I love it. I love watching the video. Like they didn't even hesitate, no. and you knew Bosa was upset. Because he started dropping the, like, I got more money than you. If you say I have more money than someone, you're it's affected. over. Yeah. You've lost. Yeah. yeah, you're upset. You're very upset. <laughs> hey, uh, are, are you thrilled by the addition of uh, Tyler Huntley to the AFC Pro Bowl team with two touchdown passes this year? It kind of, it kind of takes away from Mitch's Pro Bowl uh, picture, doesn't it? That was the first thing I thought of. He had two more like, touchdown passes this year than you and me and Sylvie. It's crazy. The Pro Bowl is such a joke. I don't know why. Why are we not having just Peyton, play a flag football game and have Peyton play against Eli? Everyone would watch that. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we doing? I, it's, it's, I, I can't say that the Pro Bowl has ever been must-watch, but at least yeah. it was better than what it's become. Um, and I'll still bet the over. I'll probably have the over, and Tyler Huntley will have to get me a touchdown late. And uh, it will it will be a disaster. Well, we're not even playing a game, are we? What, what, I don't even know what the Pro Bowl festivities are. It's dodgeball and flag football, and but uh, there's no. Oh, like, they're not even playing no, the game. No, they're not playing they're, the no, game. No, they're doing like it's the reimagine. First of all, I don't even like reimagined. Like, no, it's not. It's not even reimagined. It's, no. You're like, so why do they have to have Tyler Huntley there? I don't know. I mean, because they've got to have guys that are representing so the weird. teams. Yeah. It's so weird. He was the fourth so alternate. Weird. I don't, I don't know how he that He threw went. two touchdown passes this year. It's so weird. Gosh. Have him play golf. And have him play golf for, like, 
ten million bucks. Yeah, I'd watch that. I'd rather see a rock and jock softball game. Like I, I yeah. honestly, I'd rather see that. Yeah. Than any sort of a flag football game at this point. I want to see, you know what I want to see them? I want to see them all square off and have one of those slap matches where you slap oh. each other in the face. <laughs> and let's see who can be the last man. Concussions? Last man stand. Neither is football, brother. <laughs> I mean, you like, imagine, really? <laughs> you imagine That's not Aaron good for Donald concussions. Wait, wait a second. Yeah. But putting a helmet on That's and running point. 100 miles an hour yeah, at you, each other? You've just played 17 of these, so now you're going to do what's a slap one, fest? What, what's one more going to do for you? <laughs> Yeah, just add it onto the tab, yeah. right? Onto the tab. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of guy, like what kind of sport is that really? Where you stand oh, there terrible. and you got a it's like and someone it's, slaps you. Open handed it, slap. Terrible. I, I, I like like I love the UFC, I love boxing, I like combat sports. I can't like I, I there's something about that because I think that there's no defense where it's just hard right. to watch. I just like the fact that they can't put their hands up, it's just weird. And I, I watch the clips, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not really into that clap. No. You know what would be good at that game is Zach Levine. No oh, defense. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, he just went bull's humor things. on us over there. <laughs> By the way, i got to ask you guys both this question because I've always wanted to see. Have you ever seen the videos where the guy stands, it's like it, it, it's like martial arts, but the guy stands there and he takes a kick to the nuts and you're supposed to think it's real. Like, this is the toughest guy. There's no chance that's real. Is there? Is he that's real. The leather belt. No, 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 no. There's no, you, you're not wearing a cup or anything. Oh, yeah. come on. You, you know what I'm that talking about. Real. Don't you, Big yeah. Cat? Yeah, that guy's real. That can't be real. Seagal martial arts videos. Those he are real. He can't have any testicles. If he's taking kicks like that. <laughs> Mind over matter. No, 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 no. <laughs> This no. is, if Brock Purdy had a little bit of that, he'd still be, oh, he'd still be get playing. Get out of here. Time to go. <laughs> you know what? See ya. That's awful. All right, Big Cat. Get, go tweet Bob Fesco, okay? Listen, I've, I'm in a bowling alley right now. I've been in a bowling alley for eight hours today. So I'll tell you guys about that next week. All right, good, good. Forever. I look forward to yeah. that. All right, yeah. Big Cat. See ya. All right. You guys. Barstool Big Cat every Tuesday, four o'clock. Can't miss radio. Have you never For, seen those kicks? I have. Game? I think I have. There's yeah. no way that's I real. I thought they had protective no, gear, no, though. No, no. no. It's uh, right there, huh? Nothing. Uh, RJ Curcio in the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, he's the best. Give RJ a call, 312 321 1111. And Stella Blue Coffee, get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com. A portion of the proceeds goes to Pause. Chicago. If you want to weigh in, three three two three seven seven six. Send your would you rather's to Meller, Jeff underscore Meller on Twitter. We've got an ESPN Chicago prize pack. We'll do that in fifteen minutes. Hashtag a WS Would You Rather. Someone's got a good proposed trade for us. A new trade target, perhaps, because of the events of today's breaking news. We'll tell you what that was coming up next. Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. We've kept the uh, Twitch chat up today during commercial breaks. You like that? You fine with that, Waddle? During the, uh, sure. Kind of like you let the helping, people, you, helping your performance? No, no, no. Are you doing a dance for them? No. No, just look kind of a little, little behind the scenes. Yeah. Let them really? be voice. Yeah? Okay. Vo- yeah. What's behind the yeah, scenes? Well, I mean, it usually just goes... Uh, goes blank? Good. Yeah, it's just right. a blank screen. Okay. Like, why not? 
But we do. There's no secret. Yeah, we, what we no, do. There's, 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 we're not, there's no magic here. Yeah, like I think after like a couple of, uh, couple of uh, breaks, like they'll be like, okay, yeah, there's no novelty here. But <laughs> let the boys watch. Let the boys watch. <laughs> Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I think Marcus in Dallas may have a good idea if this is what uh, if 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 I'm thinking what he's thinking. Marcus, you're on ESPN one thousand. As today, the Saints and Broncos made a trade, and the trade is Sean Payton is now going to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos. What's on your mind, Marcus? Yeah, you don't, you don't think the Bears are going to get too frisky since they made that trade? And wanting to get the two first round picks that the the Saints may have available and trade. And I just hope the Bears stay stay packed and just get Jalen Carter with the number one pick and not and, and and not trade back and let the Saints trade up and maybe they'll get a quarterback because they they need a quarterback quarterback too. And with quarterbacks they have is terrible. And let the Saints have the number one pick. So what do you guys think? Well, the good news is, Marcus, don't worry. The Saints only have one because they've already traded this year's first-round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are going to oh, get rich. The, yeah. the Eagles have the 10th overall pick, which is the Saints I, pick. Listen, Marcus, I, you know, we talked to Mel Kuyper the other, last week. And there's a kid, I believe, out of Pitt that, like Mel says, and there are a lot of you. I have heard Lewis Riddick talk about him and others, and Lewis obviously has a tie into Pitt having played there. There's a defensive tackle there that reminds you a little bit of Aaron Donald. Not suggesting he is the second coming of Aaron Donald, but I think that the the draft guys feel like, yes, Carter's the best, but this kid's not that far removed from him. So if you can get some draft capital and not go too far down, and he still may be available, depending on how Ryan Poles feels about him. Um, look, I think that the thing, Marcus, that they've got to do is they've got to make sure that whatever they decide to do, I just don't want to see them go too far down where you may be missing out on a player, regardless of position where that guy could be a significant, a significant difference maker. Because didn't Mel say it's not a great draft this year? Right. Whatever like, that you know means. What? Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, that, that's what it, it sounds like now. But again, yeah. like, like, who would have thought? Purdy would be playing in the NFC Championship. Like, true. You know what I mean? Like, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. So, like, uh, uh, Skylar Thompson was playing, took the Bills to a close game and he was drafted in the seventh round. Like, uh, uh, Kurt Warner wasn't drafted. Uh, Tom Brady was picked number 199. Cooper Cup was what? Drafted in the third round? Something like that. You Tyler know? Huntley's in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> So, like, all these things that are, people get rated, and then often they're always proven wrong. So, Yeah, but, like, I, I think that you probably have – you're eliminating a lot more of the risk with a player like the kid Anderson, the pass rusher, or Carter, or maybe even the offensive tackle from Northwestern. For sure. If you can get one of these guys in the top five picks – I think that it's better than you know the likelihood. Nothing is a guarantee, but the likelihood that that guy's going to be a difference maker is, is better is greater, than somebody yes. that you're drafting in the like, sixth. Like if you round. could still get a pick in the top ten, yeah, top that's 10 or twelve, saying. right? Yeah. Right. I wouldn't really want to see them unless you just absolutely fleece somebody on a number of fronts. I don't know if you got an existing difference making player that's already in the league. You got a couple of first round picks the following year. Like I, I'm a little to get apprehensive a pick next about next year too, though. Yes. 
But I'm a little apprehensive about draft or trading so far down that you don't find someone this year that really makes your marbles hot. Uh, Matt and Braidwood, you're an ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, boys. How are we today? We're great. Um, wanted to ask a question about your recent uh, trip to Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace. Okay. That's, that was Here's a, a curveball. Yeah. Is the uh, wait staff always like that? <laughs> I, I when you mean always like I'm that, not sure where you're going. Yeah, Matt. always friendly. Um, always. The ice cold beers, uh, twenty nine degrees. Yes, food is fantastic. Are they always dressed like that? Yes. Wow. I don't. I don't notice, Matt. I'm there to do a radio show. Were you there with us yes, last yep. time? I sure was. Yes. Did you have a good time? I had an excellent time. Thank you. Yes, we enjoyed having you. Yes, glad you came. So Through my second event. question is. Do you think that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch the 49ers down by having Josh Johnson as a backup? Uh, no, because at that point you're down to your fourth string quarterback. Like, I don't know who they could have, who, who else was available. Didn't they bring him in late I, in the season, too, because they didn't well, have yeah. any options? Yeah. I mean, almost anybody off the scrap heap, I think, would have been better than that. Put Brian Greasy in there. He would have been better. He's their coach, yeah. He, he was off. Josh Johnson was off the scrap heap. I think they brought yes. him in late in the year. And then right. he got hurt. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I was really rooting for the 49ers and Purdy and all that. So, so I was just I. disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Matt, thanks. Thanks, Matt. I think you I, have to give them credit for having Purdy on their roster, yeah. don't you? More than yeah. being critical of. Well, we always talk about, you know. The teams that do consistently draft quarterbacks, even if they're, you know, you've got one. And to make them ready to play yeah. in his rookie year and compete at that level. Dave in the Gold Coast, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dave. Hey, how are you guys? We're Good. great. Awesome. So I'm a season ticket holder with the Colts, big Colts fan. And I'm just curious to run this by you guys to see why the Bears aren't exploring anything with the Colts or how you guys would feel about this. But they may be. I'm a. I'm of the notion the Colts need to completely tear it down and rebuild, right? We're years away, years away. So I hear Bears fans calling you guys, talking about who we're going to sign receiver-wise. And so I look at the rosters and I say to myself, you know, why aren't Bears fans or why aren't the Bears pursuing a potential trade with the Colts? So I'll give you a hypothetical. Say you guys give us your number one pick, we give you our number four pick. We also send Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman to you guys, which would be two upgrades at the receiver position. The Bears will be absorbing rookie contracts, so they will kind of be non-committal on the spend. And if they earn their key, you know, they'll get their pay. And you guys protect your salary cap in the future and then give us a third-round pick on top. So the way I view that is you guys would, in essence, be getting two you know, first- and second-round receivers that are on the upward trend that had absolute washed-up garbage throwing to them the last couple of years and are still performing. You guys get a top-four pick and draft an old lineman or you know, defensive tackle and you upgrade the receiver position, you protect your salary cap in the future. Let, so let me, that, I'm not giving I mean, you a third-round pick. Let, let me ask you a question, Dave. Uh, first of all, I believe okay. your Colts are the team most likely to be fleeced because I believe your owner is most likely to be... In the bathroom for an hour. I don't know what he's going to do, oh, but, sure. but doing, I think doing that, some lines. Cool. Uh, well, that, oh, right. That, <laughs> that, that, yeah, Dave, that, that's, that, that was you, not us. Um, okay. But I would ask you if, if the Bears traded the first overall pick to your Colts. The Colts are going to draft a quarterback, right? I mean, 
Yeah, you think? we're in a complete well, rebuild. Yeah. yeah, so what I would say to you is, is what is valuable to the Colts when you've got a young quarterback that needs to be developed? Well, I would think it would be young receivers on rookie contracts like Alec Pierce and Michael yeah. Pittman. I hear you, but let's say Levins, okay, we draft him. Let's say it takes him three, four years to develop. I mean, that's assuming he's good. Levin? And then those Will receivers, Levin? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And, and, then, and then, you know, say those receivers get developed and, I mean, they're going to want to get paid. I mean, are they probably going to stay? I mean, who knows? At this point, we're in a complete rebuild. I mean, our our team sucks. Colts fans hate to hear me say it, but no, I'm with suck. you. Like, I just don't. Like, I think, but, but if you're going to draft quarterback, and I've heard Pittman's name, thanks, Dave. M- we'll talk more about this as as we get closer yeah, too. I've heard the, Pittman, the Colts are on the on our radar. Though. Yeah, I've heard Pittman's name being mentioned. I, I I'm a fan. Yeah, but you're, we were also fans of Chase Claypool, right? Yeah, similar size, right, right. similar production. I'm not giving up a pick, though. I'm I'm not saying give us a couple players, and then I'm also going to give you a pick right. when we're letting you come up to number one. My only point was is, yes, I'm not interested in giving you that pick either. They're not going to give you two young receivers on rookie deals because the quarterback that you're drafting is going to need somebody to throw to as well. Otherwise... I get it. You're in a full rebuild. You'll have the same complaints coming about your team about as the ones we had with our team. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we've got uh, Would You Rather coming up next. Then we've got a, a, our broadcaster draft pool. Oh, NFL, yeah. NFL, we're going to oh. build yourself. We're going to build a booth. We're going to compete against each other. We're going to have a fantasy well, well, how NFL we, how, booth. How are we going to compete? What do we do? We're going to have a broadcast off. All these people we're, get together, and then they're going to have to do a game, and then we will evaluate. And we'll tweet them out, and we'll see whose booth people like best. Are you paying them for this? Oh, no. They're going to do it. Oh, they're going to do it pro bono. Pro bono? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, would you rather send, last call for would you rather send them to Meller, hashtag at WS would you rather, tweet them to Jeff underscore Meller, and we'll uh, read you the ones coming up next. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Hey, this is Coach Mike Dick. Greg Olson here. This is Stacy King. Hey, this is D Rose. What up? This is Ludacris. Hello, this is Dick Anberg. Would you like to play a little? Would you rather? Oh, my. That's right. Uh, either or questions. I never read you, too, because we had the breaking news with Sean Payton and D'Amico Rines. Read you the pill stuff later. You have to choose two pills. It's a, like a would you rather thing. Trying to get me high? No, no, no. Again, it's like a would you rather question. Um,. We'll go around uh, and uh, you tweet us uh, either or question. Make them fun and creative. And we'll send you an ESPN prize pack, the one we like most. Miller, what do we got today? All right, boys. Uh, Jeff in Jacksonville will get us started. He wants to know, would you rather travel a million years into the future to see civilization? No, no, there's nothing there then. Or travel back to 2017? And tell Ryan Pace he needs to draft Patrick Mahomes. That. that yes. Yeah. Why do we want to that. travel how many miles, uh, years um, into the future? A million years. No, there's yeah, no fun. Uh, well, what is that? Well, what, what are you learning? It's a little aggressive, right? Yes. My concern would be if I told Ryan Pace that he'd still find a way to draft Mitch. There's no guarantee he's going to take my advice. Show him your videos. You, I mean, can't you then, if you went back in time, you show him the highlights. Can't you show them the highlights? I guess. From 2023? I guess so. Look at this game. Look at this game. Look at the Super Bowl. This. Draft him. 
Draft him. You him. think that the, the no. accelerated clapping is going to be what gets him to, to actually do it? Draft him. Idiot. Here, look, look, look at the media guide. This is the Atlanta Falcons media guide. This is your <laughs> title. You are the you are like a scout now with the Atlanta Falcons. You are no longer the Bears general manager. If you pick Mahomes, you will still be the Bears general manager. Pick him. I want to go to Atlanta. Yeah, that was easy. That, was that easy. one didn't get anything. Easy. There's no award for that. Uh, you know, <clears throat> and I, I apologize. I attributed that one to Jeff in Jacksonville because it was Mahomes related. This one is actually from Jeff in Jacksonville. He wants to know: Would you rather have had the Bears drafted Mahomes or Derrick Rose never have gotten hurt? One more time. Would you rather have had the Bears draft Mahomes or D Rose never have gotten hurt? That's a really good one. <laughs> well, I believe if D Rose doesn't get hurt, they win a title. Don't you? Don't you believe that they find a way to win a title? I think that year. But Patrick Mahomes may go down as the greatest quarterback in NFL history. Yes. Yeah. I think it's I think it's Mahomes. I think it's still Mahomes. Yeah. I think it's Mahomes. Doesn't mean I mean, that we want anyone to be hurt. I, I know. Like, is it because we don't see what life is like with a healthy Rose and we see what life is like with Mahomes as a number one quarterback? Probably. Boy, the plus life again, as a Bulls plus fan again, sucks. It did, but you had a stretch unlike anything you've ever seen in your life. I know. Where's that stretch for you I in know. recent years? With no, it, as it a hasn't Bears been. Fan. It hasn't. And that's the the quarterback is the one thing we've never had. Yeah. And I'm hoping Justin can be that. Yeah, give me it, by a slight margin. Give me Mahomes. This one's timely from Nick. He it's a wants. Good one, though. He wants to know. Would you rather have a stuffy nose 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Pretty much do. Or have to get a colonoscopy done every other month? None. Yeah, that. I kind of deal with, I, I deal with like allergies all the time. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, a your own version of no the colonoscopy. No, give me the colonoscopy every, every other well, month. Well, you like to go put to sleep. I, yeah, I don't but need I don't that. want to be have a stuffy nose every day of the week. Yeah, I don't want a colonoscopy every other month either. Neither do I. But I don't okay. want to. Well, be I got to choose between up. two things that I don't want to do. I know, but that's one time. That's six times a year versus. 365 days a I year. I can take medication that maybe helps it. No, it said you have a stuffy nose 365 days a year. And then I attack it. No. I attack no, it. that's a loophole. I'm taking the you stuffy nose. No. I don't need the hose in my rear end every other month. Sorry. <laughs> just just my my preference. I'd rather, rather have a stuffy nose. Give me the hose. <laughs> <laughs> Brian wants to know, would you rather your wife be able to read your mind at all times... For the rest of your life. Yeah, it's because I only have good thoughts for her. Or have matching haircuts with her. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I think it'd be cool if you had matching haircuts. You like your long hair. 
I don't care either way. Like, you can have my thoughts. I'm usually thinking about football. Yeah, like, I don't, the thoughts, I'm pretty candid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I say what's on my mind. I'm not hiding crap. That is true. I think uh, we all have gotten that facility. That's pretty apparent. She can tell by looking at me. She can tell by looking at me if we're sitting at dinner and I'm like, I don't want to be here. She doesn't have to read my mind. She can read my facial expression. I want to go home. Honestly, as much as an open book as Sylvie is, I'd hate to see if he's actually hiding things. What's going on there? There really isn't. Uh, Here, one last one for you guys. Fildo, our good friend Fildo. I like Fildo. Wants to know, would you rather have Bob Fesco hire your next head coach or David Kaplan hire your next GM? Um, I'm going to go with what's behind door number one. Bob Fesco. You're going with Bob Fesco? I'm going with Bob Fesco. I don't want Cap to, to... Hire my general. Manager. I don't want Bob Fesco to hire my coach. I know. I just think. Uh, you know what? I'm going to side with our teammate. I'll go with David Kaplan as our oh, hiring really? our GM. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Listen forget. again. You don't. You don't forget. These questions are something really, really good versus something that sucks. I know. Don't forget though. Cap was high on Jim Boylan. I could go through the list of Fesco all these. Fesco wants you to think that you should feel shame because you didn't think that you didn't appreciate. It doesn't mean Matt that Nagy. he would hire Matt Nagy. Oh, I think it does. I think it. I think that's exactly what he's saying from his perch. And Ryan Pace was worse as a general manager than Matt Nagy was as a coach. Yes. Just because Cap yes. saddled up next to him and had dinner with him doesn't mean that he would hire him. Oh, yes, he would have. Yes, he would have. Uh, I'm going to go with Fesco. Now I'm his best friend. (laughs) Uh, You want to go Rose or Mahomes? You just said I took a Fesco in the first 30 minutes of the show. I've also taken a few caps. Have you taken a cap? Do you want to, which one do you want to go with? Uh, What was the one about? Your wife matching haircuts? No. The Sylvie Mahomes or Rose never got hurt. So yeah. I like that one. Okay. Very sportsy. A fantasy draft on NFL broadcasters. Yes. Do NFL broadcasters matter to you? Does it does it help the enjoyment of watching a football game? And what happened to Tony Romo? There is one executive who is known for shaping broadcasts who knows why Tony Romo got bad in the booth. I'm going to go to the bathroom and get set for the excitement that's about to take place here in a few minutes. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do that all coming up next.